right, bet. So I just want to point out, like, Freddie gives like four years from forty, and Mad lives forty-five. So I'm just. I know this. I, I guess nobody could really determine like ten years ago that hip hop was, on quote unquote, like a, a young man's game. But I just want to say like, there's a whole lot of old heads doing like, still doing good shit out here. Facts. On the, yeah. Facts. So it's and just that's, that's the interesting thing, right? It's like rap is still really young. So we look at stuff now. We're like, oh, only young people do rap but rap is really just started in the late 80s or really started to catch its swing so like a lot of people who just started in rap aren't even like old old yet you know what i'm saying like it's i was kind of weird yeah i think rap is like i mean of course rap is like youthful and shit like that but at the same time it's been old niggas been rapping since yeah. rap started so shit it's not it's nothing new it's just it's the stigma behind if you an old nigga, then you almost out. Right. Kind of like sports and shit, so. Yeah, that's the thing with hip-hop, man. It's like we have all these other genres that, you know, represent that, um, that respect their elders and continue to... You have, like, these other genres, like, in rock and, and shit, where you can have, like, I don't know, the Rolling Stones or whatever, still touring and everybody still look at them like, hey, man, them boys teed up, or they got a whole new album, a whole new vibe. But when somebody turned 45 and hip hop is like, yo, watch, you don't understand what the streets are talking about, where he would probably understand the streets more than anybody. Exactly. I think that's something that we're still kind of learning if you think about it, right? Because we haven't really got the chance to go through that whole cycle of having an act grow up in front of us in hip hop and then get actually old. Now, I'm not talking about like 30, 40 years old, because that's not actually old. I'm talking like 50, 60 plus and then like still rapping and stuff. So Yeah, we ain't yeah, seen that's that true. shit yet, bro. Yeah. We're getting close, but not yet. Yeah. And then I mean also, you know, as far as like the we have a higher rate for some weird reason, a higher rate of a lot of uh, losing a lot of our guys. So we don't even get a chance to get, you know, there. So hopefully, um, African Bombada and, and you know all those guys can be able to get up there so at least we'll have them out the way and you know Jay will be right there not yeah, too I, I think I think Jay is gonna be the one though but I think Jay is kind of like leading rap in a lot of ways that like the first gen because I wouldn't consider Jay first gen rap right he's like maybe second or third gen but I feel like he's leading rap in ways that they didn't even think about uh, especially when you look at how he looks out for everybody else like with the 21 Savage situation um, he like helped him with his lawyers I know there's Meek. been cases before oh Meek too so I think that rap still has like a lot of room to grow and I feel like it's kind of just caught its stride as far as like being like a mainstay because everybody was kind of like oh this isn't going to last forever but I would be surprised if rap went away like within the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah, I, I don't, like, I think how I look at it, it's like, it's kind of like the NBA situation where it's kind of like, all right, so you got NBA and as soon as you think about the NBA, who you think about most? Michael Jordan, right? So if you think about rap, Jay-Z probably the first nigga you think about. Like the nigga is basically the Michael Jordan rap music. So I, I think as long as 
he's still in the forefront and like dibbling and dabbling and like putting his footprint on shit, it ain't going nowhere. Fully agree. It also, yeah, like, it also goes to say for like all the young guys. Right, because he, he damn near snatching up all the young dudes. Like, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to last, if you really want to last or, or care about the culture, you got to be actually care about the craft, mm-hmm. practice, mm-hmm. say some shit. You can't just, be, you can't be just wilding out like, like this, like this blue face shit. Like you just came in. Yeah, exactly. You know, so um, yeah, we can talk about that too. Oh yeah, he did catch a charge, right? Yeah, called a gun charger. Let me pull up. I think I have the story here, but y'all can go ahead and talk about it. And I'll pull up the story. Bro, when these young niggas go iron? Well, yeah, I mean, it's more so about these young group, these young cats that keep popping up out of nowhere due to social media, and then it's like immediately having a charge or something fucking crazy out of the blue. And that's something that's very strange that I've never personally seen in hip hop, not to this capacity. And the thing that kind of gets me about that too, right, is that you kind of mess up the bag in the long run. I think people are trying to get money so quick that they're like, let's let's do the crazy shit so that way people can start talking about us now. But then like once people start talking about you now... Right, and you're doing all this other shit. Even look, look at Six Nine, right? Like he was like the most popular artist or one of the in like 2018. But then like now he was like facing life and he had to like snitch on everybody to get out. And now he's not gonna be able to come out and rap. Like is this is wild. So let's see, Los Angeles rapper. Right. I, w- I wanna I wanna okay. ask a question though. Yeah. So. <clears throat> You know the whole thing about somebody somebody being real mm. about like what they're saying, right? Is it okay to be is it okay to be real like like the buffet shit? Mm. Yeah, obviously he talks about this stuff. So why would I don't know. And I guess I'm I'm probably guilty of it too cuz I listen to music, but like glorifying it to to the point where Hmm. Like, is, no, it, is it wrong to, to support music that does stuff like this? Is what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it is it is it the listeners? Hmm. So because you had yeah. like even like the Melly, even like Melly, the Melly situation was crazy too. No, nah, that that Melly nigga is just evil, bro. Like, <laughs> no, nah, but like I think yeah. no, nah, because like. I've seen some of his interviews and I've actually been like generally concerned about Melly because I think he might be schizophrenic for real, but people like, I think people don't know how to like, they don't know what to do with that information. He's just kind of, they just look at him as like a, like an entity, right? Or like a cartoon, right? But that's like a real person. And like, if you see his like interviews, I remember one, I think it was, I forgot what radio station he was at but he was like saying like some days he would just come to school with like a knife and he would just be like thinking about just like killing himself in front of like a whole bunch of people and shit and i was like Dude, those are like not normal thoughts and people are like oh, no. like when they're interviewing him they're laughing at it and i think they think oh. he's doing it as a stunt but i think he's actually like schizophrenic and i'm actually kind of worried that's yeah, what see, it, and it's it's a it's this this generation of, of like this era it's just bad because it's like Every everything is everybody is like easily triggered, but at the same time people are numb to being triggered. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't dead, like ain't. that. Like, if somebody's mm. saying some shit like that, I'm looking at him like, hold up, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. you serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you, you know what I'm saying? Or are you, like, playing? Like, let me know something. Like, that, that, that shit right there should automatically be like, all right, bet. We need to get this nigga some help with some shit like that. For right. And the thing like is, is like stuff like this has been happening, right? But I think that because like our generation right now that's like coming up is the first people to have like their whole life under a magnifying glass because now you have like uh, Instagram and Facebook and all this other stuff where you're constantly posting or you're constantly accessible to people. Whereas like back in the day, if you like met somebody at work and you went home, like you didn't really interact with that person unless they called you. So it's like a completely different, it's a completely different age. And I feel like now we're watching people now and we have all this stuff documented. We're starting to learn more about people in like the same way. Right, right. But I also think too, like you don't really. I think it's just it's it's how it's bad how if you're not like the stuff that you talk about, if you're not really living it, the niggas not trying to hear. It. But at the same time, everybody ain't got to rap about street shit. I think that's the the stigma yeah. with this with this right. rap shit. Like you can rap yeah. about your everyday life and still be relatable. Like. And then, if anything, that you makes you more relatable uh, to more people. Right, right. And then, even if even if you was like mischievous when you was younger, like you could incorporate that or some shit. Like you don't have to necessarily talk about drugs and no shit like that. Because motherfuckers that be talking about numbers don't be saying the right numbers. So it's mm-hmm. like wrong all the time. I mean, it's a tough it's a tough ordeal. I mean, go back to the the, the original idea of hip hop and then post it being a voice for the streets. So right. you got guys who might not even been from the streets, but they're the voice for the streets. So they're telling the story of what the OGs been telling them. Right. Then you get the one guy that actually is from the streets. It's like, well, no, I'm going to tell the story because I'm literally out here right now. Mm. So then you have that and, and we get, you know, the lines become blurred now. It's just like with wrestling. I mean, yeah, we're all aware that wrestler is a fake, but these characters <laughs> are so good in the storylines that they're putting together. Don't so good in, that, in, this, uh, in this podcast, sir. Say what? Kayfabe? Not whoa. You just said no. you about to get TLS. No, I was, I was just messing with you with saying that wrestling's fake. Oh, but, uh, I'm, shit, I'm a wrestling fan. I heard Everybody know about me. Nah. But, um, but I mean, just that same idea. It's like, you know, what makes them not good at what they do, even though wrestling is quote unquote not real? Mm. You know, it's the same kind of idea. And it's like, where do we. Where is where is that line in the sand drawn? Yeah, where is the line drawn? Because it's like, um, like here's one more. Here's another example. Like Plies, like Plies mm-hmm. is probably the prime example of this. We all grew up in the prime Plies era with 100% real nigga and 36 ounces, right? Mm-hmm. And from that time, we all thought that man, this is the realest nigga we ever heard. Like we didn't even realize we didn't know he was five six. We thought it was like seven two the way he was talking. <laughs> but then when word came out that he was rapping about everything thing that his brother was doing the whole perception of Plies changed right yeah and then he yeah. became like a a really weird IG meme almost like people mess with him for his little IG stories and videos more so than his music yeah he's a fam- he's a family reunion comedian like right. he's the guy that's gonna be you're gonna be cutting Jesus. his you're gonna be cutting his IG videos on after Frank and Beverly and Maze like I mean is that what we're gonna remember Plies for in 10 years not the music 
I think so. I think yeah. so. But which is yeah. which is smart on his part because you got to think. Fly's been in the game. What? It's been what fifteen, about 12, about 15, 12 about years, close to like fifteen that. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know what I'm saying for you to keep invent reinvent yourself. Like he he's smart, and then like shit, he can make the he can make the music off the shit that he said on IG, which is he does anyway. I think Plaza's gonna fail for me. But at the same time, though, it's like all right, bro. So. You could a nigga could get very detailed and not live any of the shit that he talks about, right? right? Yeah. The where the where because at the end of the day, this rap shit is still imagination at the end of the day. Right. Like, yeah. niggas, niggas, can say, niggas can say they will all our doors, but you have niggas talking about Lamborghinis and Wraiths and they driving fucking cars. Bro. <laughs> no, I had to walk up to the front for something. I apologize. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, niggas talking about like racing, like Lamborghinis and shit, and they driving Toyota Corollas. But which is also, nothing wrong with driving that, by the way. Right, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, all right. So take take Stephen King for example. Right. Do we talk? Do we talk about Stephen King any any other way than about him being a great storyteller? Facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> But yo, so like switching up topics just a bit, because uh, we had a couple things that we had in the Discord. Uh, Malk actually had brought up this uh, these couple of articles about the theme parks. So we're gonna look at the Star Wars Galaxy Edge one first. I'm gonna bring that one up off screen. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, let me fast forward to why this is kind of like interesting. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, of course, we all, you know, lived in Florida or, you know, even live in Florida now or have lived in Florida for a long time and understand, uh, you know, living in Florida, you're going to end up at one of either Universal Studios or Disney World at some point in your Florida living career. Facts. Uh, and, you know, of course, it's always competition between the two. But in recent times, um, they've be gotten to like what they call a theme park war so mm-hmm. again for any wrestling fans in the house basically imagine the Monday Night War but it's with theme parks and a lot of money mm. um, so what happened was long story short um, Harry Potter was originally supposed to go into one of the Disney parks but J.K. Rowling and Disney couldn't come out to eye because they were like creating some shit that she wasn't approving so she like flew she, Universal flew to London to meet with her and they like they liked her deal so she left the Disney deal and signed with Universal and Universal got the rights to do the Harry, the first Harry Potter world and uh, the Islands of Adventure mm-hmm. and that particular like land set changed the landscape of theme parks forever because of how immersive of a land it was mm-hmm. with the theming and stuff and like how interactive everything was and everything and like that like literally changed the landscape of how theme parks are being like designed and how they're being more immersive. So that caused Disney to holler at James Cameron, the guy that um, Avatar, and to do their own interactive type idea like that with the Avatar Land at Animal Kingdom. So now all they're trying to do is one up each other while building these stupid and massive lands. Um, 
and it's just interesting. So now that you have Avatar Land at Animal Kingdom been going on two years now, and then you have Diagon Alley, which is at Universal Studios. Mm. So now both Universal Parks have a Harry Potter property. Mm. Um, so Disney that had to that caused more, right? So they had to go Star Wars. Mm. Um, so and pretty much what they're doing, they, it's like their biggest expansion yet because one they're building it at both parks so it's going to be one at disneyland that opens up in june and one at um hollywood studios and disney world that opened up in december this year so right around whenever the movie comes out and they pretty much just threw the whole bag and it's like their most expensive project they've ever done um it's like the date not to cut you off is like this year i'm surprised that this didn't get more hype behind it the fact that it's yeah it, well, it this... kind of did a little bit but it's like it's gonna get cranking like real soon so this is the this is the uh star wars one where it's an actual like resort right I yeah so it'll be like at, okay at, so um if we go like disney disneyland in california it's like an actual like land in disneyland so you know how you have tomorrowland frontierland Fantasyland, like it'll be Star Wars Galaxy Edge is a different land that you can go to, but it'll be it's the biggest like land out of all mm. of the little sections at Disneyland. And basically, okay. what they've done is they've like created this own like their own like planet that you quote transport to, mm. and they've added this land in the theme park into Star Wars canon. So now. What? they'll mention like damn. this in like the movies and shit so now it's like well damn so that's like a whole nother level of immersion that can yeah, you know make somebody want to do it yeah it's fucking crazy so yeah, they're doing that I see they're expecting uh, five to six hour waits per exhibit like per per. Round. oh yeah that's gonna be fucking crazy man Yo, I just wanna like, stay at the, at the joint bro like, I wonder what that's gonna cost <laughs> well I mean no it's a regular like you're going Disney and it's just you got to wait five six hours to get in that bitch and then five six hours to ride a ride I was but the what makes what makes what they're trying to do to one up Universal because of Disney is the king of like animatronics and robotics right mm. so their idea is when you walk into Star Wars land one you're gonna have a lot of people dressed up as Star Wars characters Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what they're trying to do is um, they're trying to set up like some type of system where what you do in that land can reward you or give you consequences, like a point system, like a video game of sorts, right? Oh. So when you go into it, and basically it's the the area is kind of like a place for like where dudes who are trying to like trade goods and shit, like that's where they go hang out and chill. So you can like go to the bar, the same like bar that be in the Star Wars movies, like that'll be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that and you got like a ride where you can ride the Millennium Falcon and you like literally control the Millennium Falcon like everything every button in that room that you'll be in in your ride vehicle is like you can touch and it has consequences too so their idea is like the guy that you're flying for in the Millennium Falcon ride you know if you like if you mess up the Millennium Falcon and you go like to one of the restaurants somebody might come up to you and say hey we heard that you messed up the Falcon bro like you got a bounty on your head like somebody's gonna come up and tell you that so it's like almost like uh well, those like live role play scenarios right yeah. so it's not like you just go in there and you just ride the little teacup ride and you just go in and you're done like it's actually yeah. like a whole yeah it's like a little, little whole immersive experience and trying to one up it 
you know, to the to the tenth degree. I mean, who the hell thought about something as crazy as that? Like having somebody come up on you toss yeah, you got a bounty, you might have to slide about this restaurant. <laughs> you crash the <laughs> I see I can see this going horribly wrong but i also explaining it like this and now reading over the article i would almost i would wait five to six hours for this because i think like it's crazy in, yeah like it, it would be worth it i can just see all of the shit going wrong on instagram where somebody's like you got a bounty and then somebody's like no nah, i paid too much to have this bounty on me and then there'd be like fights <laughs> with like the people who are hired and shit like it's yeah it's so like that's yeah it's crazy so like that's their idea yeah. of what they're trying to do and like they want free roaming animatronics just like you see in the Star Wars universe and just try to make it as immersive as the movie as possible and again it's just a new level of a theme park innovation and it's just interesting so you have both coasts getting that so now Disney is like all the way in their bag and they think shit is sweet but what Universal is doing now um, they're trying to one up Disney one Universal is in the plan is in the rumor stage of opening up a third theme park in Orlando mm-hmm. um, a third theme park in Orlando do we need the okay. do we need a third one in Orlando where is they I, got, mean, I guess I got room for it Should yeah I mean, they bought Orlando like the old already, like yeah. OD for what's it oh it's gonna be trash now after that but they just using like the different properties because I mean they got to keep up with Disney and um but what they're doing in the time being I think is the second link I put in there they're just adding like these small enhancements to whatever fan base that's already strong to keep people coming and also what they've done oh um, every time you be saying something I'll be like I want to ask questions because like I didn't know about any (laughs) of this shit so like now I have I'm like the kid with 50 questions so all right, Pete Here's what I'm thinking, right? So now you start off with the Star Wars universe and because Disney owns all of these properties, right? They could just kind of make like their own continuity for this shit. So like they could have mm-hmm. like uh like the Lion King, like That's how I'm saying. Like how do you lose how do you lose if you're Disney? Right. And then they have they have <laughs> well, Marvel. It's because of Universal. So have- well, mm, they don't have Wait. Tip. Wait, okay. So let, let me start. Let me let me explain that. Okay, talk. Uh, me and Keegan has talked about that a lot of times. So Universal and Marvel signed a, a, an agreement on a deal that's called the Marvel Action Universe, right? And basically, that's like anything that's involved in like theme parks. You can't use Disney can't use the word Marvel or any other like names that's like affiliated. So Disney owns Marvel, yes, but they can't say Marvel in the theme park. Mm. Especially anything like east of the Mississippi River. Anything east of the Mississippi River, they can't, like, let's say, for example, Disney World wanted to put a Hulk ride at Disney World, right? They can't do that because there's already a Hulk attraction on the east east of the Mississippi River. They can put a Hulk attraction west of the Mississippi River that's because it's not insane. in that region. <laughs> so Damn. that's what they, um, so that's what they put in a, got in a bag on that. So what Disney's been doing is, I mean, they built the gardens. They redid the Tower of Terror at Disneyland and, and reconverted that to Gardens of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And now they're making a Marvel. They're making a Marvel Land at Disneyland that is supposed to drop in 2020 or 2021. But they can't call it Marvel, so it's just called Superhero Universe. 
What the fuck? But it's like a Spider-Man ride and stuff and like a shield roller coaster and a Spider-Man attraction, but you can't call it Marvel because the Universal still got that contract with Marvel that we can call it Marvel. But they still own the rights to the characters, right? Like they could still use the character names. Mm-hmm. No. But what yeah, but what Universal do and what I try to explain to people is Universal does Marvel Comics while Disney does the MCU. So when you go to like Universal, you'll see Marvel Comics everywhere and the characters look more like the comic book characters than they do looking like the MCU characters. Makes sense. So like when Guardians of the Galaxy dropped, I mean you had the Guardians of the Galaxy characters walking around Disney. But the Guardians of the Galaxy comics were at Universal, Makes like sense. in the theme park. So that's why you got a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster opening up at Epcot because it doesn't interfere with the Universal deal. Mm. I gotta look into this more. That's kind of weird. Ain't Disney supposed to be having like some NBA experience at Disney Springs too that they open? Yeah, that shit supposed to be opening up soon. Yeah, okay, so that shit. Talk, be talk crazy. to me about that. Talk to me about that. Yeah. Though. All right. So from what I'm looking at, because I seen something about it, I think like last week, but all the articles I'm pulling up like old shit. So it's supposed to be like some type of like, oh, my God. Yeah. The NBA experience going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. It's supposed to be like some. It's supposed to look like a goddamn arena. Mm-hmm. And uh you go inside and there's like a restaurant in there and then there's like a whole bunch of like little stations so you can have like you can have like little challenges and all kinds of shit so yeah. basically yeah damn this shit is literally like the, the NFL it's literally yeah it looks like Staples hey, somebody Center. link that into the discord so I can pull that up please and, and it's yeah, literally like, like the it's literally the NFL experience in the Super Bowl and stuff it's just basketball and stuff so is this different so this would be completely different from um, I don't know if you guys seen but the NBA League Pass is gonna start selling tickets that are in VR so like if you have an Oculus oh. you can watch the games oh, wow. in VR so like let's say I don't know what tier package you would have to buy for what seat, but you can buy courtside seats for VR and then just put on the Oculus and you'll just be there. That's nuts. That's n- oh yeah, I have I have seen the. Um, they have been doing uh, commercials for like VR shit. Yeah, I kind of figured yeah, that's crazy. That, that you would be on that stand because like uh, it came out. They had the the commercial with uh, Jonah Hill a little yeah. while. Oh yeah. Yeah, because uh, Oculus is making like a, they're trying to make a big push. I don't know if it's actually sticking like they think it's supposed to, but uh, they're trying to make a push for stuff other than games because like the gaming market wasn't catching on. But I think that, because like I was talking about that a while ago, is that if you could sell concert tickets to like via VR, that would be actually pretty OD. So you could just have like a, like a camera in there and then you could just have it record everything in VR. I don't know what the mm-hmm. tickets what sales would look like for that, but Man, could you imagine yeah, like that. showing that to your kids in like I don't know like 30 40 years, they would exactly be there. Like it Yeah, that shit is nuts, G. Yeah, I have been That's seeing funny. I have been seeing uh cuz NBA been throwing hints with like the VR stuff, so shout out to the NBA, just, bro. Like Man, just, the most progressive so professional league that has like yeah, they got ju- they got digital jerseys so you can get traded mid-game you got the <laughs> nba experience right vr you got and then they then they open in the africa league yeah the africa league oh, yeah. that's sick yeah that was crazy it's gonna be 12 teams 
Is it is that gonna I come believe, on ESPN? And everything G League too? got their pants. I'm, I don't know about ESPN. It'd probably be NBA uh, NBA TV though for sure. But that's still a good look though. I would say. Yeah. That's dope. See, shouts out to the NBA, bro. Because when they have when they have like the the London games and like the Africa games and shit like over the summer, mm. it's always on NBA TV and it's like like early like early like round lunchtime or like midday and type shit. So I'm pretty sure it's gonna be something similar. Mm. that's a that's a segue to the to the zion injury oh um, yeah y'all not have to talk to me about that bro <sighs> all right so did you see the did you see like a clip of what happened no is there all right so do you have all right so yeah we can we can drop it in there but basically all right zion's like the number one recruit he's like I don't want to compare him to LeBron, but if LeBron went to college, like this would have, like everybody would be hype on him, right? Mm-hmm. But he, uh, like first like couple minutes into the game, not even which couple pe- minutes, bro, it was thirty. Yeah, like seconds. yeah, yeah, like, um, this man, I mean, he injured himself, but the way he did it, like he came out, he broke through the shoe, like a Paul George shoe, a Nike shoe. Oh, what? Like right, it looked like something out of Looney Tunes. So it's like yes. Okay, so it's so when the injury happened, I guess I'll see whenever you guys link the Discord or, or whatever. But was it like an avoidable injury or was it nah nah, bro? It just like all right. So you know, like it it kind of looked like um, you know, if you step on a slippery floor, yeah, and you control it so your legs just just do whatever. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked like the floor was slippery, but. When you zoom in, you notice he blew through his shoe. Damn. When you, when you hit that, when you hit size, like six, what are you, six, eight, like two? And then he's what, two, like six, eighty, like six, seven, two, eighty, yeah. Jeez. So imagine that with that much force, like. But he's quick too, like. Yeah, cause yeah, he put, he's a, he put he, his yeah. foot down to pivot. Mm. And that's I mean, just. It's crazy. He's literally. Like LeBron James, as far as like athletic ability, so just yeah. imagine. I mean, you can you can imagine like LeBron, so just picture, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a uh, 18, 19 year old kid yeah, with that, that much force. That motherfucker is a goddamn defensive lineman, G. Yeah. So mind you, this is this is during Duke UNC game that tickets were going for like. Two, three grand. Obama's sitting courtside. Lord Jesus. Yeah. That's my thing, bro. Them kids ain't seeing none of that shit, bro. Can we talk about that too? Like, it doesn't make sense for like all these kids to come out of like I don't wanna I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a little bit. But it doesn't talk about the kids getting paid. Right. Well, it doesn't make sense for all these kids to be going to school and shit and then some of them coming out with debt, but they're selling tickets to these sports events for like I know most of them don't sell for two grand. But just for the fact that they're selling tickets, period, it's kind of like OD. Like, I'm just, I, I don't understand, like, so where the fuck the money is going. These these are the arguments, which I'm not really for, but you get, like, some, all right, top people get, like, full rides. Right. You're getting all this gear, all this notoriety, and, I mean, fame, if you're, like, like the top like one percent of the people, but still like the NCAA makes like billions off these these kids. So I think they should get 
something. Like you should be able to you sell. Should get at least. You should be able. You can't even sell like your autograph. Yeah, because yeah, what's his should, name from uh, Florida State bro, trying to do that, right? Yeah, that was, it was Florida. Florida, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like, bro. <laughs> like this is this, this it's it's fucked up because it's like all right bro so you got these kids making money for your program you know what i'm saying millions people tuning po- yeah millions of dollars bro people tuning in you selling they likeness and these motherfuckers can't do nothing simple as like go buy a four for four from wendy's bro because they ain't got no money and they can't take no, no sense money. bro yeah it's crazy and then the coaches the coaches make millions Right, right, bro. Like it's it's like, bro. The NCAA is just fucked up, G. And I saw um, I saw some about saying talking about Zion that uh, he got some type of he got some type of clause like in his contract saying that if his insurance wouldn't kick in unless he dropped to like unless he dropped to like top sixteen. What? Wait, what? Run that? Run, run that? Wait, wait. All right. So basically, Zion is what a top three lottery pick, right? Right. So they said oh, number that, one pick for an uncle. Yeah, he definitely number one pick for sure. But top three lottery pick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they said that his his clause and his contract wouldn't kick in unless he drops down to like top sixteen because he's too valuable to insure. Yes, bro. That's like it's fucked up, G. Like, so you mean to tell me this kid has no insurance, bro? For his I know, draft, I know stop? a little bit about the insurance game, and that sounds like some shit that would happen. Like the insurance game is like the biggest hustle ever, because like basically what they want to do is they want to give you as much coverage as they can get without actually taking a loss. So that's probably one of those scenarios. Because if he were to get hurt, like just like he did, like mm-hmm. that injury. And the amount of care that he would actually need because he's like a top tier athlete, they would be like, nah, we're not trying to ensure that. It's like, I think they have to get specialty coverage. Like they couldn't go to like a regular like Blue Cross and get a policy, right? Because they're like considered like yeah, a nah, it's, Yeah, it's, it's, all within, it's all within the programs. Okay, and you I, look. I just dropped look. it in chat. Yeah, and all these goddamn programs got all this money for like the facilities and all this stuff here, and like all this technology stuff. Like, bro, y'all should pay these kids. Oh, like, so, the, so now the so now the thing. I'm actually is, gonna make this bigger so that way. Everybody so now the it. thing is, does he come back? Because so, I think I mean I, I'm pretty sure he'll be good. It looks like more of a scare. Like that's why he probably didn't come back. Yeah, they sell a mild spring. Yeah, yeah. MCL so, spring. but do you? He doesn't have anything to prove. Like he right. could sit. He could still sit and be uh, like a the, the number one pick. He's showing everything that he needs to show within the first five games, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, bro. I, I see, mean, it's I all about him as a person. And from what I've seen, I mean, and even when. I don't know. How can I say this? Um, even if he didn't come back and play, he's still shown enough that he cares, like, for the team. And, like, yeah. any, any NBA coach would see, like, no, he has that in him. Like, we don't need to see nothing else. Honestly, like, now, I would still hang on to him. I mean, this is just kind of like a freak scenario that happened. But look at... I don't, I don't know how many... I guess the thing that's, like, 
I don't know what the numbers are for this. I don't know how many athletes at his level get injured that often in college ball because usually the injuries in college are, from what I understand, pretty low. And it's when they get to the league is when it starts to ramp up. Yeah, I'll say probably like the last Mm. big one was Michael Porter Jr. Mm. And that was last season. He heard it. That's that's a basketball game? Mm-hmm. I'll say um, the the ironic thing is uh, the guy's shoes that he was wearing, Paul George. I don't I don't think the shoe his shoes came out yet, but he suffered like a crazy ass injury in like a in an international game. And he uh, I don't know if y'all saw, but he he asked he like asked Nike like what happened because yeah that's, I just like, saw that that he asked uh, what happened with that shoe. Paul George. Paul George, she asked Nike had, about that. Yeah, because they're his shoes. Oh. Yeah, you know but how that's, he broke his leg. And those are the yeah. same ones that Zion was wearing, right? Yeah, the the two point fives, because the the PG the Paul George three is out now. But the the two point, it's what's crazy is the two point five is like one of the most worn shoes in the NBA. So it's just crazy how this shit happened. Yeah. Paul George, who is also the Dallas, shoe out of the signature, out of the Nike signature athlete line. And so, from the perspective of photographer seeing all, yeah, it's it's I don't know it's, it's bro. But at the same they time, though, you can't like really. Brain. It's it's kind of hard to. Uh, it's kind of hard to just like, blame you know, that shoe for that like, only because Zion is two eighty, like, bro. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm saying like versus PG, yeah, right? Like he's way taller, way larger, right? So the the math on that is a lot different. But the fact that that happened to PG. In the international game, I think that would kind of raise that would have raised a flag for me. Well, it wasn't the same like shoe that he was wearing, but it was like the player of the shoe that Zion was wearing. Mm. You know, yeah, right. it just, he it's just you. Mm. Like and he, got his name they make on the it. shoe. Yeah, they make the shoes for the player, but like you said, like Zion's just like a different beast. Right. I'm pretty sure he was like a even, size eighteen. Anyway. Yeah. And then even like me, like I had to catch myself because I was saying like, oh, uh, well, maybe he should have wore like some LeBrons or some Kyries, but bro, you can't. Like somebody who moves that fast, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? bro, it ain't no At shoe that size. Bro. Like, there's no shoe that can hold him really, bro. Like, I'm pretty sure he can break through some Tims. Like, bro, he could have broke through some steel toe boots doing that same shit. Bro, he's gonna so, snap his whole ankle. Yeah, like like Ooh. shit happens, bro. Shit happens. Um, yeah, I, if I was a company right now, like I would be trying to make a shoe for him like ASAP. Oh, Nike already on it, G. Yeah, I mean, I was just talking <laughs> to Stan about that earlier today because, uh, you know, after it happened, Nike uh, dropped in stock. And um, I, uh, like, like, how do they, what can be their marketing plan to get up out of the situation? Cause I know the tech lab is on fire right now. And Mixing Zion is a Nike, he's Nike sponsored, right? Uh yeah, because of Duke. Yeah, yeah, but he was a um before he got to Duke, he was a he was a um Adidas athlete. That's why, yeah, he, that's uh, why I always remember him and Adidas having. Yeah, because the the school the school he was at was an was an Adidas school. Mm. So this is this is first year in Nike. Damn, mm. I was gonna say if he was already in the league, that I think this would have yeah. been a huge opportunity for like I don't know like a company like Under Armour or something like that that like is probably not that well known for doing like their traditional stuff they could right but he gonna have like even even if like he was even if he was to come out and say hey 
you know what I'm saying? I think I'm gonna sign with Nike, which is that shit don't happen until you get drafted. But right. even, even like once you once you get into like the whole process of getting drafted, like all these sneaker all these sneaker companies is throwing themselves at you. So mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he true. gonna he gonna have a shit ton of offers. It's just what he's willing to wear. What that's crazy, bro. Like he was sleeping, bro. Adidas was sitting with the U up t- Right, bro. Right. They going they going to be they going to be throwing that shit in his face, bro. They going to be like, "Hey, if you come here, you won't have to deal with this situation." But look, bro. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn what Adidas throw at me. I'm not putting on no goddamn Adidas. I'm about to say Adidas got their own. They <laughs> done cursing Adidas basketball agree with that. Them shit's some career in this, bro. I'm not, nah. Bro. Speaking of Nike, actually, because there's like one of the other articles that was in the in the group. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. want to talk about Darcy something about this? Did y'all see it? The two chain shit. I'm by the. Oh no! Nah, what happened? Let me see. Oh yeah, go on the um the Discord. Um, nah, his last Nike Nike just fucking up. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> I see now. That's crazy. Excuse me. It's kind of crazy because, like, I mean, Nike done ripped him off. The Ariana Grande shit. Like, but Wait, you I know didn't see what's... the Ariana Grande thing. You know what's funny about this, bro? Yeah. All right. So this is my thing with Nike, right? This is probably the only gripe I have with Nike. What Nike does. If they if they have a contract with an influencer or just like a designer outside, they would let the they would let the, the designer have their shine for what maybe like a couple of months, mm-hmm. and then you start seeing renditions of what the designer did, but it's not that shoe, bruh. So okay, Pete. So I know y'all know that nike has like labs for influencers where they go like let's say Mm -hmm. um they'll have like a custom sneaker a sneaker customizer there like Mm -hmm. one of the many that are out and then they'll like instruct on them on how to make like a custom idea that they have and then they'll take that idea and they'll go to market with it there's this girl on instagram her name is uh forever flawless or whatever and -hmm. they did this to her twice where i think for I forgot what it was. It was like the Women's Day Air Force One. On the back, it mm-hmm. was like women, women pride or some women power or something like that. But like she did that on her customs like six months before that and they ripped her shit. And then they did it like on some other shit too. But I've seen this more than once with different influencers. And I don't know why. It, to me, if I was somebody who went to like design school and then went to go work for Nike, I would be super tight about some shit like this because like you're just kind of letting people go in and then just completely lead a lot of the stuff which is i mean it's cool but at the same time like it kind of steps on their right i don't know what they're doing on that right but at the same time too like what's funny about this whole situation is this shit look like virgil all over it like but nike i'm gonna keep it a buck nike needed that Virgil shit because remember in 2017 when the Yeezy came out and Adidas mm-hmm. had all these other silhouettes that were coming out mm-hmm. uh, and they had just came off of the the boost shit the NMD shit for 2016 like they were killing the game for a while and if right. they didn't come out with the 10 pack from like 2017 2018 
I don't know if Nike would have been able to get its foot back in the door. I mean, yeah, they have like Jordan Retros, but I don't know how many times you're going to be able to like win a year off some shit like that. I feel like Adidas still, uh, they've been innovating like way better like the past few years still off off Nike. Just Nike just has like a a deep ass catalog. Like, I would agree. Yeah, like they'll uh, bring stuff. They'll bring stuff back, but then they'll put like a vape max sole in it, or they'll yeah, just like they run shit. They run shit in the ground. I'm surprised they didn't try to put a vapor max sole on an Air Force One. I think I think somebody would actually fight them over that. Yeah, my, yeah, but my to the, but to the account on that is you know the the forefront of Nike has always been technology. So they just mix whatever mm-hmm. technologies they can and try to come up with something. Like you had the different types of Air Maxes, so you'll put a Zoom Max with a fly knit upper mm. or you'll see a regular you know a, a total max bottom with a, a fly or uh, not fly like a fly wire you know mm, upper right. and try to mix different things up um, right. you know to try to play with the technologies because it's all about performance you know with them so mm-hmm. you know to that account i always thought like well that's interesting at least they're trying to mix different things even though it doesn't always work but you know to their credit on that one Right, even even Kobe, like Kobe pushes that envelope with his with his pro trolls. Like, I it's think not the Kobe's as... some of the best. Yo, I think uh, the, <laughs> I think the Kobe's were like some of the best sneakers that Nikes came out with, as far as like original shoes. Uh, Kobe, I say Kobe's and um, Kobe's and uh, and Kyrie's because. The Kyrie's are. Right. Yeah. I, I respect the Kyrie's from like a tech standpoint. Like as a piece of art, like I really like the Kyrie's. I don't think I would ever wear a pair. I think I might be in the yeah. minority on that. But like some of the stuff, especially some of the uh, concepts and stories behind some of the shoes that he does, mm-hmm. uh, I really like. And I think also I like them because Kyrie is like our age almost. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get to see somebody who grew up with the influences that we had get the opportunity to make a shoe or do something of that nature right bro especially when you're doing the xb cost the sb costume or even the the nerf joint was pretty dope too i think he's like uh like some of the con in the wheaties the wheaties the lobsters mm-hmm. like some of the stuff if i if i was a kid and i saw the Kyrie's, i would be all over that but i grew up in the sb generation so that's like still where my heart is right right but to, to backtrack on this two chain shit, like mm. it's just, I just find it funny. Like I just find it extremely funny because this shit looked like a Virgil shoe, you know what I'm saying? And then he going at Nike, but Virgil is the is the uh, I think Virgil was the designer for like his album covers and shit. The, oh, right. uh, I, yeah, I wonder. Did. I wonder so, if he maybe you know he took it to Virgil. I think he did pretty girls love trap. Yeah, no, no, really? no, not that one. I think he did. Uh, he did the based on a true story joint, the one with the chains on. It. Oh yeah, he did that one. Huh. So he might just rip. No damn. Well, mm, love always negotiating, Tony. No, <laughs> 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 but, uh, nah, but I wonder who. I guess you gotta look up who does. I feel like right now. Hold on. I mean, of course, Two Chains made this pink thing pop or this this design popular, but right, he should be sticking up for the who actually drew it out. You know, right? Exactly. 
Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of poor, Nike. Excuse me, I might have to press a couple buttons right quick. So excuse me. Uh, so wait, Pete. So you can actually mute your mic in oh, Discord. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you ever need to do something and you got stuff going on in the background, you can just mute your mic. I forgot to tell you that, like in the beginning. Hey, um, but. Oh, go ahead. I'm trying to the, figure what out about, what about cover. Well, what about A and R LeBron though? Man, Honestly, listen, bro. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let Stan go first on that. I'll let Stan go first. <laughs> like just... Hey, man, listen, bro. I tell you the the goddamn. <laughs> Bro, I don't need no. Hey, bro. Hey, like I want to say influence, the power of influence on social media, bro. That's all I'm gonna say but about like, that shit, bro. No, the funny thing is, bro. Like explaining this shit, he's like, "What if, bro? We we got 16 tracks, and you but we only drop 14. More. We and then we drop, we give them two later. It's like, oh what? shit, he had this like a bag. deluxe album, like it's." <laughs> That's what he was saying, but he was saying it like oh, it was the new thing. I'm like, bro, like everybody does that. <laughs> like, well, not everybody, but that's still that's still very much a thing. But I'm like two track, bro. I was, th- I said, bro, like this boy acting like it's some video game DLC. Just drop the whole shit at one time, bro. But right. it makes it makes sense, right? Because think about it this way: from a statistics standpoint, so like, let's say on Spotify. Uh, 21 Savage album comes out and it's like 12 songs and then it's on the front page of Spotify for like a week and then two months later he adds three to four songs on there they put it back on the front page people recheck the album out maybe that skipped over it before and then they listen to the new songs and then it runs his numbers up again like I understand the point of that but people have already been doing that like it's on yeah. nah he explained that shit like it was a new concept it might yeah. be new to him because I would imagine when you make millions of dollars, you probably just don't watch stuff that deep. So it's probably like in his world, like it's probably like something like fucking groundbreaking. But that shit was hilarious, bro. Listen, bro. Listen. I'm surprised that's we not gonna, like a meme. We gonna cut it up, repackage it, <laughs> push it back out again. Yeah. So the same shit. Right, bro. Like this motherfucker had two more songs to get us. <laughs> like. Bruh, no cap. Like honestly, if I wasn't, I don't know if two songs would make me re-listen to a whole album because usually I'd make my decision pretty quickly on whether. Hell no! Nah, I didn't would. even say. Well, I didn't even let that I, that part release, bro. Like you could just edit that shit out. It sounds dumb as shit. <laughs> Bruh, and honestly, like I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I understand, like LeBron as a person, he's probably like one of the more important influencers of our generation. Period. Right, but. Is he really breaking music like that? Because, okay, and that might be green, right? But usually he is listening to stuff that's like already established artists. So he's not breaking anybody new. He's not finding songs that are like particularly unreleased. Like he might have a song maybe a couple of days before he comes on Spotify, right? But that's not a big deal because usually people are leaking stuff on like different Discord servers and YouTube anyway. So Mm -hmm. like if if you know where to go, like you've already been listening to it. So I guess, right. I guess maybe it's just. I wonder is he just trying to be like the physical version of like a two dope boys or I don't know what his goal is. Bro, good on him, good on him, but I don't trust his ears. Me, he, he's led us astray in a lot of suggestions. So. Man, because that man, because that man was co-signing that them like shit. Hey, oh. that Eminem album, bro. <laughs> Sheesh. Wait. 
Oh, he co-signed that too? <laughs> bro, jeez. He said Eminem was in his bag, bro. In hey. his bag. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, 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 no. Was that, hey, hey, hold on. Was that the first or the second one? I can't remember. Bro, I think it was it's the first. the one from last year, bro. No, because no, he came out came with two, out. right? So, like, he came out with two? Yeah. I, I think it was the first one. I think it was the first oh, one. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> hey, hold on. About Eminem, bro. Y'all, y'all listen to that Boogie album. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free to listen to it. Y'all ain't listen to it? No. Nah. It's the it's the uh it's what what his name is like Westside Boogie or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I ain't heard it yet, but hey, it's hard, bro. But like the the song he got because he signed us some shady, so mm. he got a song with Eminem, and like all right, Boogie's like doing his thing, right? Eminem comes on, I'm like all right, Eminem like. He cooling and then he start doing that shit where he start trying to rhyme every fucking word and he just fucked the whole thing up. I'm like, wow, like Ranigans and Sham again, Smorgasbord and Morgan. I'm like, dog. <laughs> bro, I just need to chill, bro. Like his legacy already set. Like he already fucked it up. It was set like a long time ago. <laughs> he just like horse, got a horse in my shorts. Head <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> Dude. I can't. I can't even. Think he about. said, "What's in my shorts?" <laughs> no, he didn't say that. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it up. There's like one one of my homies that like listens to Eminem, and like every time an Eminem like tracker album comes out, he's like, "Man, this new Eminem," and I'm like, "Well, time to uh, mute Eminem on my timeline." Like that's basically just like what that tells me. But realistically, I don't even need to mute it because nobody on my timeline like really listens to Eminem like that. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to hear that old ass. Man. The only thing I would miss is like the. Ones. Hey, I'm looking at the worst uh, twenty lyrics off that revival shit. The worst for me. <laughs> the worst. DJ, hey, DJ, shout out to DJ Boo dot, um, dot net because they be they got uh, some actually like real like, articles on there. That's funny as hell. She said, hey, this man said, such a breeze when I pen rhymes. I got that air about me like wind chimes. <laughs> Bruh. I just. Hey, this boy said that the way I'm kicking these fairy tales, I can write a children's story book. I can write a what? This is. Hey, hold Eminem. on, bro. These are Eminem bars? Hold on, bro. I'm just gonna put it in the shit. Bro, I need a book of this shit. Oh. Oh, these are all in the same album? Oh, my God. Hold on. Your booty is heavy duty like diarrhea. What? <laughs> Pump this trash shit in my veins. That's what LeBron was saying. This strap shit traveling place to place. You barely leave your house because you're always stuck at your pad. It's stationary. Hey, tell me why when I searched LeBron James and you came up. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, it was the comma it was the kamikaze joint, so I think that was the second one. So yeah, because they got like two minutes of footage of LeBron going crazy over this shit. I'm about shit. Okay. Why <laughs> they treat us like <laughs> Bruh, what? I'm gonna Bruh. I'm gonna keep it a buck. 
I might ban you from this Discord for putting that in. <laughs> wait, wait. Since, since I'm a newer, she's a sewer. And this time, this piece of shit. Hey, bro, chill. God, hold on. Oh, hey, bro, you can't oh. call, bro. Yo, fuck Eminem, dog. <laughs> bro, LeBron and Armand. I remember this. I remember this now. Yeah, I was. I had completely forgot about it because, like, when stuff happens on the internet and it's like shit that I don't care about, I have a really good ability to be able to just block it out and forget about it. But then, like, I forgot about this. It was one of those things that I blocked, and now I'm not gonna forget this shit anymore. (laughs) Yeah, see, I ain't see this one, but I've seen stuff from the first one, so I'm I'm So that's and that goes back to my original question, right? It's like, what is he breaking? Like to me, right? Eminem was gonna do his numbers regardless if LeBron was playing his music or not, because he's Eminem. But it would be right. different if he would have like, I don't know, like found JID and nobody knew about him. And then I think it's just him. more of like a. I think it's just more of like a, like a real life like 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 I'm gonna show support. So maybe we go work together. That's I think that's all I think that's all it is. Like he just it's just I think it's just a good look for LeBron to be like, oh shit, I'm riding around listening to my shit mm. when you know what I'm saying? So that's cool. I I guess because I the there's a there's like a fine line in between like athletes and rappers or just artists in general. So mm. If you can, you find the ways to combine the two. It just, it just makes it look better. So I'm going to put this question out and feel free to answer it if you want. Hold on, hold on. One more, one more. Let, so let's get turned like a shish kebab, twisting my like a air conditioning knob. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to mute you, dog. <laughs> Yo. That's right. <laughs> Oh, no, no, he did. No, he did. I was swimming in the Egyptian River because I'm in denial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm hey, done, bro. I'll close it out this time. Elastic book bars, bro. This <laughs> <laughs> boy shit. rapping out of Atlas, bro. I'm gone, bro. Not ever. Bro. So, all right, ask a question, bro. That's reading, that's <laughs> reading rainbow type stuff right there, boy. Is there, uh, is there an, like an athlete that you would trust? to make a playlist like let's say if you got a playlist from this athlete and you had to just listen to this you couldn't listen to anything else right would you trust like any particular athlete with their music choice no i'm straight no, i listen to albums though that's the problem i don't listen to playlists well if they were to suggest like a couple albums we'll we'll throw that in there too no i'm straight It'll be the, the guess whoever retiring. Shit, I don't know. Mm. well do you try now let's just rephrase it this way i if trust spice were- adams but he ain't a player no more. <laughs> they have to be active now. They have to be like active on social media. Uh, you know I who say, I trust? Uh, I trust I I trust Carmelo with a playlist. Okay, okay. Melo gonna have you listening to dilated peoples and shit. But <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just my bullshit. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, hey, wrong with yeah. I'm not gonna say there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that like people but chill. Somebody there's who will be active at all. Um, no, ain't no. Bro, man, you still thinking about? <laughs> I it ain't you... nobody for my speed, dog. Yeah, I, uh... I'm over here thinking about soccer players. Right, you would you would listen to a play? You would listen to. A... 
A, I would be curious to what an AI playlist in 2019 sounds you like. You know, throw Jada on there. <laughs> Sign me up. We going in. <laughs> uh, I don't say nothing but Tupac and D Block and God Deep <laughs> And some clips, of course. You gotta put some clips right. in there. Oh, Shit like man. that. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't think I would. He might mm. listen to. Uh, he might listen to some Zelda shit. He might have some of the butcher on. Yeah, him. I don't. I don't think I would. No. It'll probably be a nigga that's riding the bench, bro. Like I'm... either like I'll say probably either like Kevin Durant or like Javale McGee because them niggas is producing. Javale McGee. Yeah. What? <laughs> bro, because this the only reason why, bro. Because Javale McGee did. I think he did some shit with Reese before. <laughs> so like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. so Javel McGee kind of he kind of certified, bro. I ain't even gonna hold. Like, Ooh, I pull in, I pull a name out, Ray for Austin, bro. Well, what you listen to, my to Ray for Austin? <laughs> Cypress Hill. Wait, probably? so wait, so nobody said Jr. Swish. Nobody trusts. Nah, nobody trusts I'm, I'm straight, I'm straight <laughs> on that, bro. That playlist might be. It might take you for a ride, man. Like sometimes you just gotta be. Boy, he gonna have. He gonna have blue face, wine, belly. He gonna okay. have nine. Okay. He gonna have all of but, and I'm not listening to it. You know, if, sign if me up keep, for that. If we keep, if we keeping it a buck, bro, the only people that's gonna be influenced by them niggas is other athletes. <laughs> I shit, you right. True. So maybe is that is that what the the power of LeBron marketing stuff that's already popular is like other athletes will listen to it? Is that what the thing is? Nah, I guess so, bro. Mm, that's a part of. I mean, it's just humanizing athletes, bro. They're making it. You know, they're already like superheroes. Mm-hmm. We see that he's listening to something. So you thought about playing at midnight too? You had that one connection, like damn, maybe I maybe I am like LeBron until you go look at yourself in the mirror. So I mean, it's just right. It just makes him seem a little bit more relatable. And you yeah, know what? I thought about while we we're talking about this. I was also thinking about that. What was it that the shop that LeBron had? And it made me oh, I was going to bring that up. That yeah. Drake episode. Like I don't. I fuck I fuck with LeBron, bro. Like and I don't I don't want this to make it seem like like I'm on some hater shit, but it's like if I'm in the car with LeBron, I gotta have the ox, bro. Like you gotta let me connect to the Bluetooth, whatever your situation is, or we about to just ride in silence. Like yeah, I just don't trust I, that roulette. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a hundred. Yeah, LeBron look LeBron. If LeBron grabbed the ox, bro, I'm putting my headphones in. You about the oof. <laughs> Respectful shit. Stan, I put Stan, I put the headphones and he put in the AirPods. And then shit, well, he gonna be he gonna be like, oh, this nigga pulling out AirPods, so he gonna pull out his Louis Vuitton shit. So I'm, I lost. I hope he's not uh, <laughs> driving and listening to some motherfucking Louis Vuitton AirPods. Okay, uh, but uh, but speaking it. of the uh, speaking of the shop, that's I was gonna bring it up. Like the next episode dropping March first, mm-hmm. and he gonna have Anthony Davis, Antonio Brown, Two Chains, um, Gerard Carmichael, <laughs> and uh, um, do they have else. the one? I feel like they have like one white guy on every episode. No white guys this time. Cause yeah, no white guys this time. But the only new people on that shit this time is um and Jamie Foxx gonna be on it. So yeah, Jamie, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx, Anthony Davis, and and then Antonio Brown. Everybody else. Pretty I much. watched the Antonio Brown episode. 
did y'all see that thread on did y'all see that thread on twitter where somebody made like the worst hairlines like what Oh, that was Jamie Fox was on there like five times. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, that was classic shit, boy. No, uh, <laughs> no, that 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 episode sounds, um, especially with uh, with AB and Davis. Well, with with Davis on there alone, yeah, yeah. it's interesting about all that stuff that's been going on. So I haven't. Okay, so I'm gonna keep it a buck. Other than the Drake clips, right, of that episode, I haven't watched a whole bunch of the. Uh, the, whatever the shop, but what would you rate that show like on a tier list? Like, would you say it's like really good? It's like, all right, need to watch, don't need to watch. What would you call it? It's generally, pain. I mean, it's a very uncensored, you know, approach to this. And again, allowing athletes to be more humanized, you're seeing them more as people, giving their honest opinion. We haven't been able to see nothing like this in a, in a long time and, and having. The entertainers, you know, that's in there also speaking, you know, their truth and whatnot. Um, as you, I mean, the fact that there's always something that's going viral coming from every episode kind of speaks for itself. Either the Drake situation, um, LeBron talking about NFL owners, mm. I mean, that alone speaks for itself. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with like that standpoint. Like, you just looking at people that you see, you know what I'm saying? Who you think. Yeah. Hmm. Or yeah, and they having real combos. Like I mean, I'm dying. I'm dying for them to put Marshawn. Talk, to man. That shit gonna be. Why is it Marshawn has had his own TV show? He does. He does. Yeah. Bro, um, we to report. Yeah, yeah. It's it's go like he go he go this. do like he go do like wild shit, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> he gonna do wild <laughs> shit. That's it. He define, do wild shit. define wild shit. Bruh, it's I think the first episode he went um where did he go? He went somewhere and it involved him driving in the race car, like he was on a racetrack. Yeah, he was on the racetrack, it was somebody um uh, Magic Studio. I mean it's just him doing wild shit. And then there was another one where <laughs> the funny the funny one when uh I don't think that was that show though, but when he went to go when he went to go to the uh to the spa and got his feet done. Oh. That shit was hilarious, G. <laughs> Simon, that shit was fucking <laughs> bro. He I'm was like, that shit. Don't, don't, don't touch my feet like that. Well, he <laughs> that <shit> going to <laughs> the spot. <laughs> yeah, the, the one where he went in the spot, that shit was funny as fuck, bro. I think yeah. it's all on the same channel. I can't remember what name it was. So in that commercial, I don't know if y'all remember, where they had like the... Was the 50th or 100th? Uh, the 100th, which is like one of the greatest commercials, Super Bowl commercials ever made for the Rex. But uh, hmm. didn't, he, didn't he show up to that, what you call it, in like a hoodie and some jeans or something? Like he just. Yeah, yeah a hoodie and a bean. Yeah. <laughs> I respect, yeah. respect Marshawn so much for that shit, bro. <laughs> he showed up on the field for the Walter Payton Man of the Year in the same as exit. Right. Bro, I remember that. I was like, bro, and he was kneeling and everything too. He was just, yeah, like, like, he was, he was like y'all want me out here. This is what y'all gonna get. Like, it's just, <laughs> damn, I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, the episode with Drake was filmed at a barbershop. The well, I knew it was at a barbershop, but I didn't know it was in DC off 14th Street. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I looked at that shop. Yeah, they don't put the names. They don't put the names. Yeah, they all they be at a different location all the time. I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the uh, which one called 
y'all can see. <clears throat> the funny shit about that Drake one though, he was like talking. He was like talking to LeBron like that nigga was his daddy, bro. Yeah. So what I what I what I told you. <laughs> what I told you. He just told me to. He just told me he was proud of me, and he put his head down. I was, yeah, that shit was. Bro, <laughs> I was weak. I, I was that meme though. Hey. I had to rewind that shit. Don't I didn't like how I just didn't like how so it was just so like one side like it was just too one sided. I mean I know it's gonna happen because they all buddies, but he should have got Pusha T in there. Bruh, That's what he should have did. That's what should have happened to Jerry Springer, bro. He'd be like, "All right, Drake, so we we were listening to you, but we got somebody else who actually has some input on your story." And then like Pusha T walked from behind a mirror or some shit. Like on some yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Drake just, but, uh, just started uh, pacing his shit. He's like, bruh, sign me up for that, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. But, uh, sign me up for that. Bro, what? But with that, bring with that episode, though, like, the people don't talk about it. My actual, my favorite part of that whole episode is the Mo Bamba stuff. Yeah. Like, he's a rookie in the, you know, Ricky in the NBA, really talking about how down, how he's being. You know, not even like being like they look at him like being strictly African and all this type of stuff. Like I was finding oh, that yeah. part more interesting than Drake stuff. But again, that, you know, look who you're talking to about Drake, <laughs> right? But they, but wasn't they, the, wasn't the, the Mo Bamba one was with um wasn't that with Candace Parker? Yeah, Candace Parker was in there too. Yep, she yeah. was. Mm. She was in that one. No, nah, yeah, they had the white girl in there. I'm looking at the picture now. Oh, oh, Belle Deladon, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then they had Ben Simmons in there. Bro, Ben Simmons bring... on there? Yeah, Ben Simmons was in there. Yeah, Ben Simmons was on there too, yeah. Shit. Bro, was um just... was the girl from uh Master Nun on there too? Was that the first episode? Nah, it was just them like oh. um, Wait, so are them. we ever gonna not to change topics drastically are we ever gonna get another season of master or none or is that done i don't know. i don't know they don't left know. us with a wild cliffhanger bro hey, so you seen you said master of none yeah so it's yep. like the netflix show that with one with Aziz gibson with that or you talking about that Indi- the indian dude right yeah i, I never yeah. watched it bro i ain't know oh that. man you know you bro. you in particular need to watch it for the photography you yeah, see. like season two. Like, season two, episode one is the is the exact episode that you personally need to watch. That's from the photography. Yeah, because they they definitely incorporated <laughs> photography in the second season. That shit was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the first the first episode of season two, I personally like that's your homework version. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was homework for That's my homework. That you gotta finish. <laughs> that you, you gotta finish my hero. Oh, I'm uh, fucking you're not on my hero, bro. <laughs> no, I mean yes. I be watching. I just say, while I ain't up to date like everybody else, but yeah. Wait, so where'd you? So you have watched it before? Yeah, like season two, up to season two. I just haven't like finished it and got to like the movies and stuff. So I'm like, uh, okay. So you got you got a, you're at a good spot, right? Because season yeah. the next season doesn't start until October, so you can like. But it's like, is it? It's two movies after the the second season, right? I think there's just. I think there's one move we can look. There's one. I want to say, but I think he's looking it up. Yeah, because there's the two heroes, right? That's the one movie that I remember. Yeah, oh. I still gotta, yeah, I still I gotta watch the movie because. Uh, 
because they like they actually cut out like they do like this i don't want to say it's like a filler episode but they're like oh watch the movie and it was pretty cool yeah, I actually still haven't seen the Two Heroes movie either, so I need to watch that. But I'm all caught up on the series, though. But my Stan, hero... you watched it? Oh, well, y'all talking about My Hero Academia? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. No. Stan, please. Like, just my homework to y'all. Okay. Like, just bro, honestly, if you uh, like, you, if you, you like, like, you like that shit a lot. Bro. Yeah, especially especially Stan, right? Because I think you like Mar. If you like Marvel, like. Like you gonna like that shit? Uh, right. I'm a house. Basically, yeah, it's basically like uh, a Japanese version of people going to Marvel High School. Like mm. if Marvel had a, a school, like you could go to, like that's pretty much what it is. Okay. And the thing right, is, so so where so where do I go to to watch this shit? Like, what, is it what on... version do you want to watch? You want to watch the dubbed or the sub? Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a Jap version. Okay, first, so you yeah. want to go to Crunchy? You got Crunchyroll. Yeah, Crunchyroll. Yeah, I was about to ask what's on yeah, Crunchyroll. It's all on there. Okay, bet, bet. So, Pete, think about this, right? So, the guy who makes My Hero is like our age. So, uh, they were interviewing him and they're like, oh, so what were your influences growing up? He's like, yo, when I was 13, like I found Naruto and I started reading it and I was just hooked. And all I was doing was reading Naruto and Marvel Comics. I just wanted to make some shit that was kind of like that. Like, mm. I feel like. Like, it's crazy that because even though this dude is like, he grew up in Japan and knows nothing of us, like, I feel like if we spoke the same language, like, we would be on the same shit. Like, it's kind of yeah. one of those things. So I feel like okay. it's like, like somebody from like our group made an anime. Yeah, because I was looking at the, I'm looking at the, uh, like the photos, like the posters and stuff, like the animations. The animations kind of look like, um, kind of remind me of Sailor Moon a little bit. Uh, so with some of yeah, so I can see that, and I'm a yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I think you'll I think you'll like it a lot. And even if you're like not a super anime person, I feel like my hero is a little different because it appeals to people who are fans of comics just because of how the characters develop. And yeah, I'm I'm gonna check it out because I um shit about the only other anime I really fuck with is Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. <laughs> And that's a like a classic. I have not had one person tell me that like Cowboy Bebop is trash. Yeah, I think I'm, that's I'm all the reason. I'm gonna have to check this shit out, bro. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued now, bro. Thanks, yeah. guys. No worries. That's a that's an episode that we gotta have. It's just like a My Hero episode. Like we'll probably do that maybe right before the new season starts. Okay. Yeah, that shit. How many how many seasons is out right now? It's uh three, three but it sounds like a lot. It's but you'll burn like so up. the first season, yeah, the first season is only thirteen episodes, and then I guess when they it was like, oh shit, this is hot, like they put like 20, 25 episodes in like season two and three or something like that. Like yeah, but that's how you know the series is good. It's yeah. like when they buy a bunch of episodes for one mm. season. Like that's mm. how you know it's really good. Okay. Generally, I just, I just like, I really like how they, like, <clears throat> they're really cognizant of like what they can and can't do, or if they're not, like, they'll figure it out real quick, like, because they'll get fucked up. Right. So it's not like Marvel where like they just do uh, like in the movies, like they just be doing stuff is like no 
I mean, there is consequences, but like for the, like the powers, like no limitations unless somebody else is stronger than them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's and the main character. He be like, he be actually he actually like plans stuff through, or he's like doing his homework and he's shit. Basically, like Batman, like yeah. the anime version of Batman, almost. Okay. Yeah. So, as far as like uh, like planning and intelligence and stuff like that, but. Um, and also one thing I think My Hero does really well I was talking to one of my friends about this is they juggle a lot of characters really well because I feel like that's something that comics typically do better than some manga is that uh, like in like imagine Dragon Ball Z right like some of those characters that popped up in that first season you would just never see them again but like in comics usually characters that are in that world will kind of exist or you'll kind of be able to follow them throughout whatever storyline they go through and especially with marvel they have so many storylines that go into each other they're really right, good at right. juggling that and that's what this anime does really it seems like everybody has like a decent like a more than decent backstory right like a lot yeah a lot of the characters do that's why you see so many people that are fans of so many different characters in the shows because they're all developed like it's you know you see like one piece right and you see the same people gravitate to the same characters is because those are the ones that are mostly developed those are the ones that people relate to but everybody relates to different characters in my hero and that's why that series is like so popular like that would probably be like the next naruto or the next like big shonen but yeah i definitely because if it's if season four about to start yeah. then i'll definitely catch up because i don't want to be behind like that yeah, I, I kind of want to be able to keep up and shit. So yeah, I, Bro, I wish I would have kept up with One Piece. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm okay with like missing out on One Piece because like I I don't know because it's I feel like it's like one of those things that's just never gonna end. I love One. That's too much for the. Oof, that's, that's too much for you, boy. Man. <laughs> Mac, Mal, uh, Mike, not enough. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was gonna say is he? Yeah, he was cutting out a little bit. What did you say? Yeah, bro, it sounded like he was hitting the goddamn record button. No, let me see. No, I'm sure Oh, you probably were like leaning back and then it didn't pick up. Or were you saying that you were really? Oh no, that one piece is too much, bro. I love one piece, but it's just too much shit. Episode like eight hundred something. How do you how do you start an anime knowing that there's hundreds? Almost a thousand episodes. Like, I, I don't, don't know. Somebody would have to give me the abridged version of that. Well, the thing is, though, if it actually still, because I stopped watching it when it came off Toonami, mm. and that was like over ten. That had to be like ten years, at least ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's still fucking going. Facts. <laughs> but I respect everybody who kept up with One Piece all this time because even like I thought Naruto was gonna go on forever but then the dude who's writing that he's like dude I gotta write something else I'll give you this Boruto shit I'm not gonna go that deep into it but then I'm gonna do something else and I, I kind of respect that because sometimes I feel like a story can go on too long but mm-hmm. yeah. but uh, we, we at the 1 hour and 20 minute mark so we kind of went over quite a bit in this episode is there I don't know any topics that you guys wanted to go over before we wrap up or um, 
good, bro. Yeah, I'm probably good now. But so, so uh, yeah, yeah. So of course we'll kind of uh, chop this up, put it up on you know iTunes, and you know we'll probably end up putting up a lot of the old episodes on YouTube for those who don't have like Apple Music and all that other good stuff or uh, podcasts. So that way, yeah, that'd be, get a that'd to be check a it out. That'd be a good look for sure. Yeah. But uh, we'll go ahead and sign off here, I guess. So. Hey, but we we appreciate everybody, all the homies, listening exactly. to us. You know. And sticking with us because we're trying trying something a little different this time. Um, so we might do a mix of live streams and you know pre-recorded stuff. So we'll kind of see based on the feedback. But uh, yeah, appreciate everybody. Oh uh, yeah, I'll uh, get on. I'll get on the camera next. <laughs> oh, that would be dope. We had everybody on uh, face cam. So maybe we'll do that next time. Yeah. This is Ace. This is D. It's your boy Stan. Mm, Mount Man, you already show. <laughs> he, he said Mount Man? <laughs> Bitch, I'm Mount Man. Hey. <laughs> All right, we out. We out. <laughs>